Hello and welcome to Anfield Extra, the Liverpool Review podcast with me, Neil Jones. Reunited with my uh, my regular regular cohort, Andy Kelly, back from his uh, his, his break. How are you, Andy? Yeah, I'm not bad, mate. Obviously not great after Saturday, but yes. we'll, we'll get over it. Yeah, we'll get over that. Hopefully, hopefully not not uh, not long to worry about that either with the game coming up on Wednesday as well. Um, joined by a special guest, uh, back for the second time. Um, we, we did we did his career story and now we're going to talk about more uh, current affairs with, with Liverpool. Chris Kirkland has joined us. Chris, pleasure to have you on again. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no problem. Uh, well, Andy's just... Um, He's just set the tone really for where we're going to go with, with, yeah. the, with the first part of the show. Poor old Chris gets the, yeah. gets the nice game to look back on, yeah. doesn't he? Yeah. He gets the hospital pass there from Andy. <laughs> um, so we're going we're gonna to talk about the Manchester City game. Um, I, I don't know about you, Chris. I had a lot of optimism going into it. I thought it was a good game for Liverpool to have. I thought they'd give a, a better account of themselves than they did. Obviously, it all went uh, a bit pear-shaped. Yeah, I did as well. As I said, as you know by now, I go most of the games when I can. Um, full of optimism going into it. Knew it was going to be a good game. I thought on the day that it would be whoever defends best would win because obviously all the attacking talent yeah. on show and a lot's been made of obviously our defence and, and City's defence. So the, you know, but I, I don't think we tested City enough, obviously. Um, and on the day, we, it just—it's one of them days we've all put, you know played in them games myself where just nothing goes right and yeah. obviously the man sent off and all of a sudden you're up against it and. These things happen, and before you know, it's five 0 Yeah, I mean, the sending off—we we, we, we can cover that straight away, really. Yeah. What well, I mean, a lot of different views around it, and I, I think I had about two or three myself on the day. Mm-hmm. I know Andy, I we, mind, Andy, yeah. Andy and I spoke after the game, and we, we were sort of throwing around the idea. As a goalkeeper, what, what's your what's your reading of the situation? Because well, when I, I watched it, it, obviously watched it, and as soon as I seen it, I said no way. I didn't think it was a sending off. Um, simply for the fact that he's not looked at the keeper, his, yeah. his eyes are on the ball, I think we can all see that. Um, my daughter was sitting next to me, she said it is a sending off. <laughs> she's she a goalkeeper as well, yeah, she's a goalkeeper as well, yeah. So it, it, as it happened, she clenched her head as though she'd been it herself. <laughs> um, but having seen it back, um, I think it is. I, yeah. I just think it's, it's da- it is dangerous, he's not meant it, there's no intent yeah. there at all, we've all seen that, but we've seen one yesterday. Yeah, with, um, Richie, yeah. Richie. I mean, it's exactly the same. Okay, the player didn't go down and he wasn't laying on the floor or anything like that, but it's exactly the same. I think I think the problem is it, it, you'll see one one week given, yeah. like we've seen at Red Card, and then you'll see the one yesterday, but don't get sent off. I think it's just that there's so many yeah. in-betweens at the minute. But for me, I think I think it was a sending off. Yeah, I mean, the goalkeeper, he's the one who's taken the, the impact, yeah. obviously, and he, he, he looked a bad one for the time. Hopefully, it seems like it's not as bad yeah. as, it, as it could have been. Does that... Have the goalkeeper's got to have that that right to come out with the head because he obviously can't yeah. use the hands, and he's got to have the right to be able to do yeah, that. I think so. I think so. As I said, I mean, if it wasn't for his athletics and money, I don't think you know yeah, how he's got good. up there in the first place. Yeah. It's, it's incredible leap he's got. But as I say, not at one point was his eyes on the keeper. He was focused on the ball. Um, but obviously, he's going to get a, a three-game ban now. I don't know what they're going to do about the appeal. I've had it myself where I've come out a few times and headed the ball. Uh, quite clear remember it and I've had it another time when we was at uh, West Ham and Carlton Coles caught me on the face and it opened up my face and yeah. I had stitches at half time so that's just part and parcel of the job yeah. it's, uh, as I said I don't think he I think he did well the keeper I think yeah. he, he made the right decision it's just one of them ugly unfortunate incidents that's accidental but obviously he was down for a long time I think he was was he knocked out uh, of Hussein as well yeah he, he knocked out for a bit I think he was, I think he was nine so minutes I think, if it, I think like yesterday with a bitchy one if he would have got straight up 
then it would be interesting to see whether we sent him off or not. Yeah. I think the fact that he's laid out on the floor, it makes it look a lot worse than it actually was. Yeah. He gets unlucky, doesn't he, man? Yeah. As Chris says, he's yeah. not, not trying to do it, but there's two ways that he could have he could have got away with it. One, he puts his leg up there, and whatever way the two bodies collide, that yeah. his leg just doesn't hit him in the face yeah. or it catches yeah. him in the chest or whatever, yeah. which is a, a much less dramatic-looking yeah. injury. And the other bit is that you get a keeper, and this can ha- this can happen to the best of keepers, where Mane gets his foot up there early, mm. and the keeper choose- decides, well, I'm not going to stick my head in there. Yeah. And actually, they sort of have a coming together, and then it's going to be about who can get up and yeah, get yeah. to the ball first. Or if it's a foul on Mane. Exactly, because yeah. exactly. if, if, if it is a split second the other way, then the keeper's taking Mane out, and he's going to be sent off, isn't yeah. he, Chris? Yeah. I would have thought it's yeah. going to be a red the other way. Yeah. So, um, it's just unfortunate. More unfortunate, yeah. Yeah. So there's no malice there, there's no intent. It's just, it's just one of them unfortunate ones. But unfortunately, the biggest thing is he's going to get three games. Yeah. What, what does it mean for then things like overhead kicks? I mean, that, I've seen that put together. I mean, that you are in more control with an overhead kick. It should be because you've got a bit more awareness. It's a bit less split second. But we've seen that. We've seen. I've seen defenders go to clear the ball and, and mm. someone get the foot higher. And, and the, you know, the likes of Moreno often will do a sort of scissor kick yeah, style yeah, yeah. Uh, volleyed clearance. And um, you tend to see it given more against attackers, don't yeah, you? Whenever yeah. they're if they you know try and do a sort of bicycle style kick within an area where there's some heads and stuff like that you will see yeah. like a referee blow up and give a, a free kick for the defenders doesn't so much work the other way because you to do you know you're giving a more dramatic free kick to an attacking side with a defender clearing but um it is a gray area yeah, in the tough, uh, it? i mean it's a kind of isn't it yeah. john terry one was that a few years ago yeah, yeah, yeah where he got kicked yeah, in the head wembley wasn't it yeah, wembley got kicked in the head I don't believe the lad yeah. got sent off for that. No, it was, it was I, I think you've hit it. It's such a grey area. Yeah. What's what? I mean, everyone yeah. wants to see overhead kicks, don't they? All the exactly. It's, 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 yeah. it's one of the best it's things in the, the game, isn't it? That, yeah, exactly. So I think it's just the indecision. And, and as I said, it'll be one decision one week. Yeah. Like we seen yesterday, a different decision the day after. Yeah. Do you think we'll see then maybe a tightening of the rules? Well, uh, I think directive yesterday maybe. was easy for the ref to send him off yeah. because of what happened with yeah, Mane. So just said sorry. I don't understand how he's not sent him off. Whether it is a sending off or not, I don't know. But after after what happened with Liverpool, I think he should have gone. Yeah. 100%. Presumably the law is written the way it's written, so that um, regardless of your intention, that yeah. it's about protecting yeah. um, professionals on yeah. the football field. And Chris, you, you know, you've suffered injuries. All professionals suffer injuries, yeah. um, and no one wants to see a really bad injury on a football field. No. Somebody kicking you in the head. Yeah. Can can yeah. cause the the worst yeah. injury possible. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So um, I put myself in that situation yesterday. If I was the, if I was the keeper, and I wouldn't have had any problem with that. Uh, you yeah. know, I knew it wasn't intentional, yeah. an accident, so I wouldn't have had any any beef with with Mane with that. And he's yeah. come out and apologised into you as well. Yeah. So, but you do see some that are naughty. But that one yesterday wasn't for me. Because yeah, I always remember the one there was there was one with Petr Cech, wasn't there? With, yeah. It was a different Hunt. situation because yeah, it was yeah. it was Stephen Hunt, and there was suggestion that you can pull out of a challenge like that, and you sort of you've well, opted not to. Oh, I totally agree with that one. Yeah. yeah. I think he he he's gone in there to do yeah. it. This was this one. was completely different. Obviously, oh, this completely was completely different. Yeah. yeah. One thing that's not in doubt then, Andy, was that it, it completely took the air out of Liverpool's balloon. I mean, mm. they were already a goal down. They weren't playing particularly well. He had, Salah had had a few situations where he was in and you thought he might have done something, but he, he hadn't quite... The keeper had made one good save, but 
ten men. You don't want to be against a Guardiola side with ten men, do you? No, I mean it was the, it was I think probably the worst side you could have played against with ten men. But Liverpool made a really poor job of it, I thought yeah. as well. And the key bit was the the period to half time for me. And if you're in, a, I wanted to see some leadership on the pitch where, and you know. I wasn't there and I couldn't hear exactly what was being said and everything else, but I would like to have seen the captain or whatever or say, like, let's play really compact, yeah. let's not worry about too much of our football, let's get to half-time and reassess yeah. where we are. Yeah. And we didn't get that. I don't know if we, if Jordan was trying to get the lads to do yeah. that. You know, he's one man against 11. Yeah. But so um, not don't want to cast too many aspersions in terms of what was happening on the pitch. But it, looking on, you, you thought to yourself, if... if it, a side who maybe was is a bit more streetwise than sometimes this Liverpool one appears, which is go like let's dog this out till half time. I know they had the eight minutes of injury time and everything else, um, and then we'll look where we are at half time. And obviously there was a disallowed goal just just two yeah. or three minutes before the actual second. Yeah. And I thought there's your warning. You know yeah. let's not let's not do anything daft here. And it was you know it was literally into the 53rd minute, yeah. the the last minute of of that this first half. A wonderful stat that Gabriel Jesus's first goal actually came after his second goal because it was 45 plus eight yes. for his first goal and a 52. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's, second. that's Jesus for you. So I think you're spot on there. Yeah. Like you said. Yeah. And I think that's been I think that's the criticism that's been labelled at Liverpool, isn't it? With, with maybe with this team, there's not enough. Yeah. Not enough people pulling each other around. Like if that if that was what. Just going back to when I was playing, you'd have Stevie, you'd have Cara, you know, yeah. there'd be no nonsense. It'd be clear the ball, get your banks of four yeah. and get to half time, uh, exactly what you said. But I think the second goal as well, it's, it's too easy. It's, yeah. it's, but it's, it's, if he doesn't score, someone else does score. It's too easy. Hand, I mean, he's not the biggest on the pitch, yeah. is he? Gee, yeah. Yeah, but he's, he's got a free header inside his six yard box, which we've seen from Liverpool a few times now, where people seem to get on the end of things and, and, not, and we're nowhere to be seen. Yeah, because if, if Jesus doesn't put it in, Silva puts it in. Yeah, exactly. Right. said the warning was there before yeah. with the disallowed goal. Yeah, Moreno yeah. is in a bad position and lets yeah. them go. Uh, the problem then cut back in. Yeah, whip it in either, just show him down a line, keep him on his left yeah. or whatever. Yeah, but yeah. it's just I mean, too simple. I mentioned in Blood Red that there's basically there's three Liverpool players out there: Chan, Trent, and Salah, yeah. and they get confused. In that initially, Trent and Salah both go to um, to, 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 Sorry, uh, to Mendy, to Mendy. Yeah. and 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 Chan doesn't then track um, De Bruyne's run because he thinks Trent's picking it up and Trent's yeah. playing catch up with him, has to sort of dive in to try yeah. and stop the cross and De Bruyne is too clever and he's pulled it back Pulling on his back, other yeah. foot and then obviously a lovely deliver. I mean, what a game he had, Chris. He was he was brilliant. brilliant. Yeah, I mean, he obviously sailed the first goal in for a goal with a pass, but he see again players like that. You've got to be you've got to know what they're going to almost read what they're going to try and do because they do similar things most of the time and you knew yeah. he was going to cut it back and he was going to whip it in. And it's just the, the best players can read them situations a bit. As you say, we were we were sixes and sevens at the back coming towards in the first half and. Yeah. They were going to score eventually. Yeah. I mean, I wrote I wrote the verdict. James Pierce wasn't uh, wasn't available this weekend. Very confusing. Pierce not there. Five 0 defeat. Yeah. Picked a good one to miss. Yeah. Picked a good one to miss. But I wrote in the verdict that Liverpool. I couldn't believe that they, this early in the season Liverpool went to Manchester City with that back four. Is is the word? And I. I, I no one will convince me otherwise. It's not an injury crisis. Liverpool are in the midst of okay, Klein's out. But how are Liverpool in a position where four games into the season they're playing an 18-year-old at right back, they're playing someone who didn't start hardly any Premier League games last season at left back, and Clavan, who, with the best will in the world, is a fourth-choice centre back 
at best is playing in, in, in the centre of the defence. Yeah, I mean, interesting to see what Chris thinks are. For, for me, the, the one that they're most culpable over is the centre-back situation. Yeah. On the other two things, I think there are people who would view Trent as having a higher upside than Klein eventually for all that Klein's an international right back and much better defender than Trent certainly is at the moment um, but there, there were some plenty arguing that, that Trent should yeah. keep his place even if Klein's fit um, and, but the left back situation is interesting I think Robertson not even uh, on the bench not, yeah I mean I think, I think he'll probably start against Sevilla he seems to be sort of rotating yeah. those two Moreno's had not too bad a start to the season for all that he's not seen by most supporters as any sort of long-term solution. So you can understand that, though. If Robertson had played, there would have been probably similar fears about him defensively as there is to Moreno. Um, The centre-back situation is a strange one. In such a big game, I thought it was a big call and a big show of confidence in Clavan. If, If Lovren was fit enough and... Uh, Klopp said he was fit enough yeah, he, just, the bench. he felt the intensity of his international games it was a big call to have the confidence to put Clavan in um, albeit he did well against Crystal Palace didn't he um, yeah. he played against pa- yeah, he did, Palace yeah. at Anfield didn't he and he had played well against City last season twice but um, we are in a situation where there isn't much leeway in the centre back situation and because the eggs were firmly in the Van Dyke basket, yes. and there wasn't there was a decision not to not to go to Plan B with it. I mean, Chris, if you're in goal, I mean, the goalkeeper was actually different in the last game as well. That, that was another mm. change that Mignolet came in for Carius. But you're in goal. He kept a clean sheet, albeit against the poor Arsenal side. And then you see two of the back four changed, and the goalkeeper changed. It, it, that doesn't seem to me to be conducive to. I've Solid been, defensive yeah, performances. No, I've always been brought up on that you, you want your goalkeeper and more or less your back four to be the same. That unit is vitally important. And, uh, against Man City was always going to be important, that defensive side of it. Um, I've been lucky enough to play with some good partnerships. When I was in Liverpool, we had Sammy and, and Stefan Encher. Yeah. And everyone knew they were the two. They were the two centre-backs. You knew what you were going to get with them at the minute. As you said, we can pick one of... Yeah. or two or four or five at the minute uh, in in defence but you, your centre-backs need to be your recognised centre-backs we all know what happened with Van Dijk we were trying to get him I don't know what the plan B was uh, I said that if you know if they were going to go and get someone that they didn't really want then that's not ideal either because he's just adding numbers and gives yourself another selection problem but we definitely need to address that I'd have started Robertson I think if you buy someone was he 10 million, 10 million then you know I've seen him a few times I quite like him um, but against City, that the, the back four, first and foremost, I know that Jürgen wants to be attacking and stuff like that, but we've got the players to do that on the pitch. That back four against City, especially away from home, has got to be steady and, yeah. and defend more, defend first and foremost yeah. because the, the attacking threat they've got is frightening. Yeah, and, I, and you wrote a piece yesterday, I think, um, a further analysis piece of a game that no one really wants to an- analyse from a Liverpool perspective, but was the midfield, the midfield and their tackling, um, yeah, not, and not great. Yeah, and I don't want to argue against myself, but you know, the, you can argue that maybe in that situation and in that game we're sitting, you know, we're passing the ball around. It's it's hard to get tackles yeah. in and everything else. But I was struck that the, the 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 starting midfield three for Liverpool in that game made two tackles all game. 
uh, Chan won, Wijnaldum won, Henderson none. Um, I did mention that Henderson did actually make a decent tackle on Stones at the end yeah. of the first half, which was given as a foul rather than yeah. a tackle. So, so that probably, was all in the build-up to the build up goal, to the second it? goal, yeah. So, but and overall tackles, 15 all game by Liverpool compared to 29 last season in that sort of free-flowing game. So less, you know, half. Um, and it felt to me that we just didn't... There wasn't any grind second half to try and show some... Yeah. There was a sort of there was an acceptance, and I wonder whether that acceptance came from the tone the manager set by taking off Salah um, at halftime. To me, that was a surrender. I think so. Uh, now, people will say, "Look, we were two 0 down to Manchester City, who are probably the best squad in the league, and we're ten not getting. I mean, you don't ten men, and you're not getting anything from the game, Chris. Mm. Do um, is Klopp just accepting reality there and going? Can't change this today, but we can change Wednesday and next Saturday. Yeah. So I'm taking." Especially with Mane being sent off, um, facing a ban, I got to protect Salah now. He's my yeah. he's my X yeah, factor yeah. player yeah. himself now. Um, but I don't know. I, I still find it very difficult to then to basically say, okay, these are your three points. We'll go through the motions the second yeah. half. Well, I'll give you an example. City had a man sent off in the first half against Everton. Yeah. Kyle Walker. I think they were they were either one nil down at the time, or they went one nil down shortly after. And they got a point out of the game, albeit at home, albeit yeah. against just Everton, they got not Manchester City, yeah. and dominated yeah. the game yeah. when they had ten men, didn't yeah. they? Yeah. So it's not, it's it's a likely defeat when you lose a player and you're already a goal down, but it's not it's not a guaranteed defeat. The second goal probably was the the killing killer moment. Yeah. I, I mean, I can well it's imagine hard to play against yeah. ten men sometimes. Yeah. It can be. It's yeah. been proved. We just yeah. got over that. Was we yeah. were, we were the uh, other side of that. If you've yeah. been in the dressing room, Chris. And you come in and Klopp says, uh, Mo, you go and get changed, you're not going out mm. for the second half. What message would that have sent to you? Well, I'm sure it is, uh, you know, we don't know what he'd have said, but if it had said that, then obviously you're probably thinking, right, he's, he's going to, he's damaged limitations. But for me, the most important game is the one you win yeah. at, at that yeah. time, because the last thing that Jurgen would have wanted to do was get beat 5 0 before Wednesday. I don't yeah. care who you're playing on yeah. Wednesday or if your game's on Tuesday or whatever, you don't want to get beat 5 0. It is a tough one. Obviously, Marnie is going to be suspended. Uh, no, sorry, he can play in the. Play, play Wednesday. Yeah. Um, but for me, yeah, if it would have been interesting if it had still been one 0 at half time, what he would have done. Yeah, I, I think yeah. it is. I wouldn't. I don't think he'd have made that substitution if it was one 0 Still, I mean, obviously, the, the other side is, and we, we should point out that it can look a little unkind on the guy he brought on as well, who was Oxley Chamberlain. That he. In theory, could have had the same impact as Salah in, in terms of pace and playing down the right hand side. He could could have been that kind of player, but it it did it smacked to me that Liverpool just didn't they just wanted to get the half out of the way. That's, that's how it felt to me. It didn't feel like they had a plan. I don't think they had a shot in the second half. I don't recall no. um, Bravo, who we know has had problems as mm. well. You know, there are things that you you'd think just just go on to sort of basic level you'd think yeah. try and win some corners try and put yeah. some balls under this crossbar and see, see if he'll, he'll I think the he'll biggest one is as after what happened against Arsenal with yeah. how good we were against them and then you go to that it's just hard to yeah. to work it out and I yeah. think the biggest thing is it's so hard to work it out how you can go from that to that but what bizarre few weeks for Oxley Chamberlain yeah. I mean gets beat 4-0 fo- yeah. at Anfield yeah. has the high of securing from what he says you know a move that was always the one that he wanted. Yeah. Then he gets his debut, gets beat five. Well, his debut for Arsenal, 
8-2 at Old Trafford. Old Trafford, yeah. I mean, so hopefully he just gets him out of the way and then yeah, <laughs> no move more. forward. I mean, we can't, we can't ascribe anything to him. I mean, to be honest, I almost forgot that he was on. Yeah. Um, funnily enough, again, I mentioned in Blood Red, when you sent your ratings, that was the first time I remembered Ginny Wijnaldum was on the pitch when I read it in your ratings that he was actually on the field. Yeah. Cause and he was outstanding against Arsenal. Yeah, he yeah. is such a strange player. Yeah. He goes from... Being everywhere, yeah, because yeah. when he has his good games, he's everywhere, Arsenal isn't he? Is brilliant, yeah, he's incredible. Um, he works across the pitch, up and yeah. down as well, and you, and it's always in a really sort of stylish, controlled manner. Yeah. And on Saturday, I just don't. I mean, he got bumped off the ball for was it the first uh, the first goal, wasn't it? In yeah, midfield, yeah. it was probably a foul, wasn't it? But Potentially, you, you could maybe well, get a foul. Henderson's headed it. Yeah, you'll get a foul at Anfield for that, yeah. but he didn't there and. Uh, yeah, he's a strange, strange player, one Aldam. I can't, I can't work it well, out. Well, home, home and away. I, I mean, is, that, is, is it as simple as that? No, yeah. no, uh, I don't. Get, it is on goals, but it's not. Yeah. He has had some good away performances yeah, towards yeah. the end of last season. Yeah, but so it's not just that. But um, I never have him in that front post for corners against Bayern. Oh, after the, oh, after oh, the uh, yeah. against Watford. Yeah. Oh, I don't know why. Why the smallest person on the pitch is in the the most important position yeah. for me. That front post area, the amount of goals you've seen that, that area. That was Stephen's position, wasn't it? When, yeah. when, when yeah, he was Liverpool. Dion Dublin did it for me, yeah. and Emil Esky did it yeah. at Wigan. Uh, Emil did it at Liverpool as yeah. well. That, that area there is the most important. I don't understand why it's there. Yeah. yeah. Um, so if we look, if we look past City, then I mean, we can sort of say, well, let's wipe our mouths and say that mm. was just one of them games that. Well, I was going to interested to ask Chris how easy it is for a professional team to go. Right, that's then. We've got a big game Wednesday night. We're going to move on. Do you think it sticks in the head? Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. It's, uh, as I said, if if you get beat two nil, three nil, then you you sort of say, right, we had ten men. You know, it's one of them, and you sort of. But when it, once it gets to five six, it, it sticks in the throat definitely. Yeah. Uh, but we've seen it happen before, and listen, it'll probably happen again. Uh, hopefully, it doesn't. But the way football is these days. Anyone can beat anyone on the day these days. It's, it's incredible. I don't want to bring it up again. We brought yeah. up the last podcast, but you had the, the Tottenham game Tottenham one, nine, yeah, one, nine and yeah, one minute half time. Yeah, one nil half time. Half time. <laughs> I think, nine, one. I think it, was, it was. um Did Jermaine Defoe come off the bench and get five? Was he, it? Or, or he scored five. He yeah. started. I think he I started. Think started. Yeah. I mean, that that's a different different levels of yeah. clubs and, and yeah. expectations. But you must know after that that. There's a history. There's a, there's a bit of history has been made there. Yeah. Oh yeah, in more than one way. And Liverpool are not used to losing five no. 0 Was it? No. About Bill Shankly was the last manager to beat a Liverpool team five 0 Nineteen fifty years. We was in every day after that nine one. Yeah. Every day all week, and we played Sunderland on the following Saturday, and we won one 0 Yeah. Wow. Well, it was a good comeback, isn't it? The only way you can. It's the only way you can. Did the fan players refund the, the fans after uh, that game? Yes, we did. Yeah. Well, the ones that wanted. Yeah, to. I don't. Not that I'm suggesting. Yeah, that no, we should. There was, or there was one that to. didn't want to. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, famously. Yeah. Yes. Um, so I mean, that you said that the only way to react is on the pitch. Yeah. Liverpool. Anfield Champions League return it's probably ideal nine. isn't it it should, yeah. it should theoretically be ideal for them to, to welcome Sevilla and also the revenge elements as well of, of, of beating Sevilla after the, the, the Europa League final yeah I've, I've just got a feeling it's going to be an awkward night Jonesy and oh, I don't, don't want to bring <laughs> everyone down and I'm trying to get excited at, um, for we, you know obviously everything that happened last season and the start of this season was to mm. get to this point wasn't it yeah. and I just think we saw from Sevilla, any club who can do what they did, winning three Europa Leagues is just incredible, yeah, really, when yeah. you think of it. Because if anything, it's, it's maybe it's almost 
harder competition to win mm-hmm. because you because the sort of teams that are in there you get those teams who are on more yeah, certain, you know exactly yeah. more games well, it's really hard. There's other things Thursday, as well. Thursday, Sunday. Sunday. And also, you tend to get teams that do well in the Europa League get picked apart by bigger teams who are in the Champions League, so they lose the players every every year. And also, they're trying to get into the Champions League, so they're all they're sort of marrying off being in the top four of the league with, with the Europa an League. An astonishing thing. achievement. Um, and I know they're different, different manager, um, different players to a large extent, but... Um, they have a they have a know how as a European team in in terms of how to play in Europe and I just think it's going to be difficult. Uh, they've had a good start to the season yeah, on, on beaten. Had a three 0 win on Saturday. Some familiar couple of familiar names in there. A couple from the Europa League of it. And Zonzi played Saturday. Tend to play by the looks of it. What well, looked at their formation like a four one four one vibe. And uh, they've got. Um, Jesus Navas, who wouldn't scare anyone in terms of yeah. you know maybe what we've seen from him. But I wonder what he'll do throughout the game when he run down the right <laughs> and pull crosses and get into the yeah. into um, Nolito got himself a goal on the weekend and an assist. So I, I just think they've got a bit of know-how and will make it awkward in terms of how Liverpool will want to you know really ride a, a tide of emotion yeah. through to a big victory in in Champions League. I hope I'm wrong and I hope that 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 emotion can carry Liverpool yeah. where we want them to go. But I do think it's going to be a difficult mm. night. Perfect for them as well, Liverpool just been beat yeah. 5-0. They're, they'll be coming here absolutely full of confidence. Yeah. Say they've started the season well. Uh, I still think we'll have we'll have too much from hopefully. But yeah. we, need, we need an early goal. And it's, it's easy saying it. It's the biggest yeah. saying in football. But I think if we get an early goal, then we'll yeah. be all right. I mean, Chris, you played in one of those Anfield nights that Andy's referring mm. to there. The, the emotion of the Champions League. I mean, you played Olympiacos. Mm. Um, wasn't plain sailing by any means that night. But can you can you articulate to us who we've only seen it from the press box what it's like when you're sort of you're getting to the ground and you feel that it's, oh, there's it's, something in the it's air not tonight. Nice to build up to it as well. Yeah. The days before it, it's uh, it's just an atmosphere. And when you're on that pitch, it's just it lifts you. It really does. It, yeah. it makes you feel. I mean, I'm tall anyway, but it makes you feel ten foot. <laughs> so you're tall. doing the warm up, for example. Yeah, you can just there. you can just feel it. Like you can feel all the eyes on you. you the expectation, uh, the support more than anything, because they, the, you know, European nights at Anfield, the support you get is incredible. Um, but yeah, it's just this, this this whole feeling. You feel like you're on top of the world. Yeah. And then when they start singing, and obviously when things start going well, it just it progresses even more. Yeah. I mean, and it's incredible feeling. That I mean that 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 Olympiacos game we referred to that was, yeah. you know, you saw about an early goal. It was actually. Olympiacos was yeah. Oh yeah, actually, I messed up for that Ronaldo. one. I should have saved that one. Yeah, yeah. cop end. But then, yeah. But then you've, uh, do you feel that it's almost a different atmosphere to a league game if you one 0 down oh. at half time? It's almost like right, we know we need this, yeah. so let's just. Like, European night the games at Anfield are, are totally different to a, to a Saturday or Sunday game. Yeah. Um, obviously, the night night adds to that. You know, yeah. under the lights, everything like that. But just with the history, uh, people expect. In these games now, because as you say, the Olympiacos game and the Roma game, you know, people expect yeah. these European nights to be special, and I think that just adds to it all. Yeah. Do you think there's an element that Sevilla, Chris said that they'll come with confidence? I'm sure they will. But do you think Sevilla will also come with the idea of, oh, you know, even if we're, even if we're two 0 up here, it's Anfield, Liverpool, you know, it's not over. We, it won't be an easy night for us because they it always be. they always come back. They will yeah. always find a way, or you know, we're never safe. They'll know that, but if I'm if I'm their manager, I'm saying, look, you know, they were on an unbelievable run when they came to Basel. Yeah. You know, we, you know, that that's that tournament almost felt like at certain stages it had Liverpool's yeah, name yeah. on the on the trophy, didn't it? And Liverpool get got the goal. Yeah. Um, 
and then that second half happened and you know I, I still think don't think Jurgen Klopp's ever been able to work out what happened no, which is always that's the, that's the most terrifying thing about that half of football no one quite knows how it happened yes, yes you could say oh well Alberto Moreno did this yes. or whatever it's not, it's not everybody but, one player this you know it's it? absolutely not and it was um, and it's a really strange um, situation so if I'm their manager I'm saying look you know um, we, we've beaten these before yes it's Anfield but let's try and use it to, to our advantage and the other thing is they'll be happy to come here and get a draw won't they yeah. you know they so they can come and try and be be you know comfortable in their setup which I feel as a team they they really are yeah. and and go from there so um, I'm expecting a, you know a tough game I think if Liverpool get three points uh, it's an absolute. It's a, this can this can you know this can still be a really good week for Liverpool. If they get three three against Burnley and three points in this Champions League, and that's how um, you know, Klopp's not daft. You know he he knows about getting into players' heads, and I suspect that he will be saying to them, "Look, this is what you know, let's let's park that. And this is try and concentrate on this. This is what we can still achieve just in this week. Yeah. And then yeah. there's loads of stuff coming up. So." Um, Thing is, you know, if Chris saying that gets in your head as a player five nil, can they can they do that? Um, there'll be a couple of changes probably personal. Yeah. Interesting to see how Mane reacts as well. Chris, yeah. they should be able to do that. Just, yeah. they, they should be able to 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 for, not not forget it, but to get on with it and want to put it right more than anything. Yeah. That's the design now. Yeah. Put it right on Wednesday night. Yeah. I mean, Chris, you. That, that game we talked about the Olympiacos, it was Rafa Benitez was the manager. Mm. He was known as the European specialist, the man for the tactical. Well, yeah. Liverpool. I think Jürgen Klopp's tactical appreciation is, is undervalued. I think he, he's sort of too much is made of the emotional side of it, but there are there are pointers towards that. But do you think Liverpool do they need a little bit more now if they're going to go into the Champions League? Or can they can they make an impact playing the way that we know Liverpool want to play? Do you think they have to rein it in a little bit? Or I do, I, I do. I think they're going to have to to, to mix it up a little bit. Um, but that comes on the pitch as well, as you, we talked about earlier with leaders. Sometimes yeah. when you're on the, it's, it's totally different watching to when you're on the pitch, you know. So it needs players like I keep going back to. We had Coward, Stevie, we had a lot of players. Danny Haman, like Danny Murphy, who, who would pull players around and say, "No, you sit here, sit here for five minutes." So they've yeah. got to get more streetwise with that. Um, but yeah, they, they, they definitely can't be defense. Listen, we keep saying it defensively. You're not going to win the Champions League. You're not going to win the Premier League unless you, you know, you start keeping clean sheets, and, yeah. and that's what they've got to do. Yeah, um, interesting. Um, did blood red, but Dory this week, and he was suggesting he thinks Milner will definitely be on the team sheet on Wednesday. Yeah, uh, left back or in midfield? I'm not sure he even said, but I, I think, think he'll bring him in. Yeah, yeah. He, I think he just wants him on the pitch in yeah. terms of well, experience. I thought, yeah. I thought that was the sub to make on Saturday. It was Milner somewhere right back maybe because Trent had had the booking, and I thought I did think save save that kid because he's had a tough first half and he's got a yellow. You don't. The last thing you want is him getting a second yellow for something silly. And being, you know, down to nine. Milner, he seems a bit of a lone, to me, he seems like a bit of a lone wolf in the, in the sense that he's one of those players that doesn't care how it looks and doesn't care what, no, what you it. need to do. He's just, he's just prepared to do it, whether it's yeah. kick the ball into yeah. the stand. I've not or, seen him in the centre. I've yeah. not seen him in the midfield, I think. I think that's uh, it's going to be a big, big part of the game on Wednesday night. Yeah. Uh, him to get hold of it, as you say, sometimes. Put it in the corner yeah. or whatever. Like, it's I mean, not Carra was never, yeah. never afraid no, to. Well, no. I tell you what, with Carra, it wasn't until he broke his leg at Blackburn 
because he used to take some stick, Cowher did, yeah. off the Liverpool fans whenever yeah. he kicked it out, or he used yeah. to, you know. And it wasn't until he broke his leg and he was out for three months that people realised what he did for the team. Yeah. And then when he come back, yeah, the rest is Yeah, the appreciation went through the roof, and yeah. rightly so as well. I, th- I think that Liverpool team in the tunnel. Uh, it's not often I agree with Doyle, but more I think about it. Um, <laughs> it's a dangerous, no, dangerous, dangerous thing. Dangerous thing. You know, um, yeah. But I think he's, uh, Ian Chris is right. I think that the players line up in the tunnel on Wednesday. I think Milner provides a reassurance mm. in that lineup as they're walking onto the pitch that, yeah. you know, he's been through an awful lot. He's been in a fair yeah. few battles in his career and he's overcome adversity at times. And mm. I, I have a feeling that they'll just think, let's get steady Eddie James on there. Mm. And you know, he's probably been underplayed so far this season, hasn't he? Yeah. He's played one played, game, wasn't he? had a good game. season last year. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we needed it. Yeah. Um, there was, I mean, we debated last week in Blood Red whether we should, you know, we should actually throw him into left-back against City to try and provide a bit yeah. of stability and everything else. Um, I think probably it was, Klopp's view would be, be almost unfair to Milner in the sense to keep asking them to yeah. do bits, uh, bits and bobs yeah. here and there. So be interesting if he does pick him. I mean, for me, I'd stand Wijnaldum down for this game. I just think um, anonymous on Saturday. He's played pretty much every game so far this season, yeah. hasn't he? Yeah. I think maybe it's time to look, say, Ginny, look, recharge your batteries yeah. for... I'd say more chance. You, 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 you put Chand on him or Ch- one out of yeah. one, Chand, yeah, yeah. one, out of one of the two. Yeah, I'd definitely play Milner in the midfield. Though. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Any, anything else? I mean, got to expect Lovren to come in at centre back. I yeah. imagine Trent. Just, I mean, that you've had an eighteen-year-old lad. It's not his fault by any means what happened on Saturday, albeit he didn't have a great game. But do you play him again? Do you play him again? Yeah. You, you, you tell him to, to get it out of the system. Yeah. That's the only way you're going to learn. Absolutely, yeah. He'll want to play as well. Yeah, he's I'm not going to play him. Yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd play him again, definitely. Yeah. Murray, um, Lovren comes back in, yeah. without a shadow of a doubt, and I'd play Robertson at left-back. Yeah, and, and Trent at right-back, yeah. Trent at right-back. Yeah. Andy, same? Yeah, I mean... Everyone knows I'm a fan of Trent yeah. Bannon, but there was no disguise, and he had a he had a bad game yeah. on Saturday. But I think in terms of his trajectory as a player, mm. we've all we've always I actually thought he'd end up getting sent off on Saturday. Yeah, I'm and worried about him. Yeah, you. and we've we've seen that happen with young, very good young players that you know, emotion wise, and and we Trent's an emotional player. We've seen that yeah. through the age groups with him. Um, and I just I had a fear that he'd end up getting sent off. We saw when Stevie was coming through, not to compare the two, but yeah. you know he had a habit of that he he could potentially yeah. have a sending off in mm-hmm. him and lose the head a little bit. And that's all part of your, you know, Chris will know this better than you or me, Jonesy. But sort of you have to see players develop and grow through these experiences, don't you? Absolutely. And I, if, if Trent, you, he'll grow from that experience. I remember seeing him. Like going, I remember seeing him in one of his early under-18 games as a 15-year-old, and Liverpool got beat 5-0 at Finch Farm by Everton. It could have been 10. Um, Tom Davis was in midfield for yeah. um, Everton on the day, and uh, that Liam Walsh, who's a good player yeah, for them as well. Bellingham. And, you know, I remember seeing Trent, he was... You know, people would begin to talk about him a little bit. It was an early game for him, and and, uh, and they went back a you know a few months later to Liverpool and and beat Everton on that pitch. And Trent played really well. And I remember thinking to himself, you know, just a few months he's grown yeah, as a lad yeah. and a player and everything else. And you know that that's an experience he's got. And he'll have other games like that. You know, we could play him on Wednesday. He might again have a tricky experience, but. If he's going to become the player we expect him to be, you need games like that. you've got to have those games, haven't you? Yeah. And everyone's got to be a little bit patient. 
Um, I can understand some people might go, let's go a bit steadier and bring Joe Gomez in, who's bigger and more yeah. solid, really. Um, but I think, you know, for me, Trent is is a is a better player. It'd be interesting to see if he can get Gomez some game time at centre half. Oh, soon. I was just, just about to say that. Do you think? It might be interested. He, he could put him in, in at centre back. League Cup, do you think maybe? Possibly. Yeah, I think you have to try it. I definitely yeah. think you have to try it. You need options. Yeah. Um, that's his position, isn't that's got to be Joe yeah. Gomez's position. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, listen, he might throw a surprise and playing there on on Wednesday night. Yeah. Centre back, you just don't know. Yeah. But I'll definitely stick with Trent, hundred percent. And not to forget, Trent had two really good games in the, the qualifier yeah. as well against Hoffenheim. Scored obviously fantastic free kick and part of the team that won comfortably in, in the second leg as well. Yeah, and he's got home crowd behind. Can I say local lad? Yeah, he'll be desperate to play. Yeah, and put that behind him on, yeah, on Sunday. Absolutely. So we've, we've discussed the rest of the team. Pretty much the front three picks itself. We've had to go to the midfield. We've had to go to the defence. Brings us nicely then to the to the goalkeeper yeah. situation, and it looks. Looks, if we're going on, on on what we're hearing, what the little whispers and the little signs we're getting, it looks like Carrius is going to be the, the man yeah. for the Champions League to at least start the campaign. I know myself and Andy were very surprised that he started against Arsenal yeah. and the reason that was given behind it with Mignolet being rested, inverted commas. Before what's, the what's, international yeah, break. Yeah, before the international break, which he was going to sit on the bench with yeah. Belgium anyway, yeah. which we knew. What, what's, what's your take on that situation? Do you, does that, does that to you, does that say to you that Jurgen Klopp still doesn't it's quite trust on. either of them? Well, I think it's all. It was known that he bought Karras uh, in as number one, and he would have started last season if he wouldn't have broke his hand in, in yeah. pre-season. He was, you know, he bought him as his number one. So I don't think he hides from that fact. Um, for me, the goalkeeper, your number one. Whoever that is, you know, it looks like he's, he's not putting a label on it at the minute. Should play in the league and the Champions League. I think yeah. you need your best keeper playing in them too. Then you've got your cup games. You've got you know other games where you can you know maybe the odd league game or if, if he's carrying an injury or whatever. But chopping and changing. Um, but the defence is chopping and changing as well. It, it's too big of a unit. That unit for me, it needs to be steady. It needs yeah. to be solid and, and consistent. And there's too many changes at the minute, and that might be why. It, we're struggling at the back. Yeah, so, I mean that, that, that isn't going to help, is it? No. Necess- or it doesn't look like it no. to, to face value. It's going to help if Liverpool want to get that five and out the system, yeah. and they do it with a, a back four yeah. or a back back five that isn't going to play against no. Burnley on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think the reason they haven't had a consistent sort of setup that that Chris is asking for is is that I'm not sure. He fully knows what his best yeah. one is, and if he does, if we do, let's say, for the sake of argument, most people would say Mignolet, Lovren, uh, Matip, given Klein's injured, Trent, and Robertson, say, or yeah. Stroke Moreno. Yeah. That, uh, you know, give them give them five games. You know, you could say you, yeah, let's play him solid. I think he's a little bit scared about what. What you'll see, and is what you might see is that there isn't really an absolute top drawer defence yeah. here yet, in the sense that Trent's still got to improve as a full back. Robert's still, still obviously new and everything else. And then you've got this we know that Matip and Lovren played well mostly together last season when they got the chance. And for me, you should really have just try and get those two building that partnership yeah. again. We've got to, we've just got to forget the Van Dyke situation for now, and to a certain extent, we've got to forget that that we had the opportunity to 
bring in somebody else yeah. and didn't. So we're in a situation where those two are probably going to be your, your best back two, with the opportunity potentially to have a look at Joe Gomez maybe in League Cup mm-hmm. uh, in that position. Started the season well at full-back, where yeah. it isn't a natural position for yeah. him. So we've got a centre-back for England in the 21s as exactly. well. That's captain man of the match. Yeah, yeah. yeah all good. So let's try and get Loverin and Matip together, yeah. build that partnership. Um, the carry situation, really interesting. Um, yeah. I wonder whether Klopp made a promise to Carrius when he got him and said, you know, you're coming as my, my first choice goalkeeper. You know, he, we generally thought that he bought him to become first choice, but and they're sort of sticking to it and that we're going to give you the opportunities. Something that some big teams have done in the past. Yeah. Um, Sevilla were doing it when they yeah. beat us in the Europa League final. They were Arsenal changing. Did, yeah, yeah Arsenal. Yeah. We saw Barcelona, Barcelona The one thing it will do, though, is for Simon, it will, it will, uh, it will definitely affect him. Yeah. Because getting left out against Arsenal, yeah. he wouldn't have been expecting that at all. I don't know when he found out. It yeah. sounds like he Saturday, found out on the Saturday, day. Saturday, it was yeah, a training. I mean, yeah. For me, that going forward, like, that's not ideal for me. You, you want to know, like you just said there, ideally, you, you're goalkeeping your two centre backs. My back four, I've always had a settled back four wherever I've been. It's been a massive help. At Liverpool, we knew who it was. At Wigan, I knew who it was. It was the same every week, barring injuries. Um, but I totally agree, Matip and, and Lovren have to try and stay fit and play together and then you know a goalkeeper whether that is yeah. it, I mean, this show yeah we talked about it the last time we, we had the podcast with the mental side of the goalkeeper's mm. mind and how strong you have to be because Goal. someone like Mignolet who would have celebrated last season the idea of coming back into the Champions League for example yeah. would have, that would have been the, right, the, so the aim he did well. yeah he did well yeah. he played you know played a big part I think he kept five clean sheets in a row to end the season after Christmas he was uh, yeah, and, and Mignolet obviously was in goal for all of them and now all of a sudden it's thanks thanks for getting us there Simon you know enjoy enjoy yeah. watching we've seen it with football haven't we these things happen um, I was still playing Simon he would be my number one um, but obviously Jurgen, for whatever reason, he's gonna. It looks like he's gonna do this rotation thing. Um, I don't think it's helpful. Yeah. Um, but who am I to question Jurgen? You know, he, he's the manager. Um, everyone will have their own opinions, but I just think that that partnership with the centre backs is vital, and I think that's why we've struggled. We've, we've, we've conceded so many goals. Yeah. Flip side, and there's the chance it gives to to the other guy. So we we, we can talk about Minelay and misfortune or otherwise, but Carius then massive opportunity for him. It is, who, who he hasn't yet proven that he's he's got what it takes for Liverpool. But if he is going to prove it, then this will be the first yeah. first time. I mean, Cop's decision can only be something being made in terms of the longer term, isn't it? In terms of developing Carius as a goalkeeper, who he feels. Must feel has a higher upside than Mignolet, mustn't he? We know what we can get from Mignolet. I mean, you can even see on Saturday he made some good saves. Um, we took a little bit of criticism for the one Sammy swept past him at the near post, but I had a look at the replay on that. He, he has to. He has to be. He always sort of, has to guess or has, be in the wrong position to or save be, that. Exactly, because yeah. he's got a big side of the goal that yeah. he's got to be looking at. You've got as to well. stick for the first one as well with with Aguero. Yeah. Um, Possibly tried, should have maybe tried to stand his feet yeah. a bit longer, but yeah. it's difficult. It's, it's, aware, it's so like, difficult. You just don't know what you're that, doing. That Sane one's a great finish as well. I mean, it's, like, it's a good ball. And it, and really like, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, what would you say if he saves it? If he, if he gets hands out or he saves it, what would you say? You'd say, it's, you'd say it's a worldie if he saves it. So how can you say it's a mistake? Yeah. If it is. Yeah. But then, I, yeah. then you look at 
De Gea for United. Yeah. If you want to, he he made a worldie for them yeah. the other day yeah. Uh, yeah. with an unbelievable reaction save as well. But, but he wouldn't have made the worldie had the ball gone where Sané's went. As in, he he made a worldie there. Like I'm putting, yeah. I'm putting my head, my hand straight above my head. It was a brilliant yeah. reaction. It was one of those yeah. that he, he just it's a great reaction. It's all that near post one again, isn't it? This clear bag getting beat in near post. Yeah. Sometimes you can't do anything. Yeah. yeah. Pace on the ball. There is, there is an, there is an over, there is always an overreaction yeah. to a goalkeeper being beaten at his near post. Yeah. Because any goalkeeper can just go and stand at his yeah. near post, then he's got uh, ten yards to the yeah. other side to pop it in. If um, it's further back, yeah. if he's hit it from like the eighteen-yard box, it's gone in there. Then yeah, you'll say, well, yeah. on a minute. But it's it's so what was it, six time. yards out. Yeah. yeah. No, no chance. I mean, I can see what Klopp's trying to do in developing carriers and, as I say, this upside. Do you think it's a risk, though? It's, it's definitely a risk, but I mitigate that by assuming that he always says he asks John Achterberg in, in, you know, how his goalkeeper's doing. Presumably he's heard the right things from Achterberg in terms of what he's seeing from carriers in yeah. training. Um, and um, I think he likes the way carriers sweeps up behind the defence in terms of balls over the top. Um, and... So I, I can see what he's trying to do. I think it is a risk, but I, d- I don't think it's a terrible decision. But yeah. I think, and I did say that, repeat myself, I did say this in Blood Red, if, he, if this is the way he's going down, if, if you either like that decision or don't like it, but make your opinion before the game. Yeah. Don't, don't have a look at the game, see if Carrius has a good or a bad mm. game and then decide that was a terrible or yeah. a reasonable decision from the manager. Because the manager... This is it. This is when you're playing. You're going to play in this game or Champions League or whatever. Yeah, and so, yeah exactly. And but and, and for supporters to then say I agree with that or I don't agree yeah. with it. Mm. Don't 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 give yourself a benefit the manager doesn't have by watching the game, seeing how Carriers yeah. plays, and then go that was a terrible decision yeah. to switch Mignolet or that was a really clever Spies, decision. Yeah. Mm. Either go agree with the manager and think I can see what he's trying to do. Fine, I'm okay with that. And if Carrier spills one in or yeah. does a bad kick, which is what well, then we just got to accept yeah. it. Um, but and if you don't like the decision, um, yeah. then fine. Yeah, don't be afraid to don't say Carrier af- has a good game on Wednesday night, though, as well. Yeah, exactly. So, what would you do if he has a good game Wednesday night? Would you keep him for the weekend? No, because I think he'll have told Simon Mignolet He's you're coming back in for Burnley. Yeah. So, yeah. I think yeah. I think very clearly we've it looks like we're going to have. Mignolet Premier League, Carriers Champions League, Danny Ward. You think Danny uh, Ward's going to be the, the league cupkeeper? Cup yeah. Well, otherwise, what, what on earth is he doing here? Yeah. Um, and I, I thought it was a very, very strange decision not to cash in on Danny Ward when yeah. he's. Um, Apparently, how he's been doing really well. You know, he got them to, you know, obviously Premier League, Premier league with that um, saves in the in the, in yeah. the playoff Apparently final. He's, he's probably the best trainer. Is he? Uh, is that right? Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, that, that, I, I fully agree. I don't think his stock will ever be as high as it was last summer as a goalkeeper, really unless makes. he gets into the first team. So from, yeah. what, from what I've heard, yeah. he really makes it. Yeah. And that's why he's not been allowed to go. Because you would have thought he'd have had clubs. Yeah. Huddersfield. Huddersfield to take him. Yeah. I mean, I, I can't believe that there wasn't no. 10 million quid on the table no. from Huddersfield. No. Yeah. Because to, I don't know what. What they ended up doing in terms of a goalkeeper. Got a, got a Danish goalkeeper called yeah. Lussell, yeah, yeah. He's, he's come in. He's was he well. free? Was he free, weren't Yeah, he come from, come from the, uh, the Bundesliga yeah. or, or the second division. Given the money that was around in the window and how, uh, how much dealings Huddersfield, they, they would have put a good bid on the if table not them, for Danny Ward. Somebody else, maybe. Exactly. Yeah. And so 
I think what Chris says must be spot on that Liverpool must have a really high opinion of Ward not to have cashed yeah. in on him. Yeah. Um, so that makes me think that he's got to get him some game time. Yeah. Now it might be that he'd love, he'd love to get qualified out of this group early, early doors give and give him a cup, you know, a game yeah. or two at the end of the Champions League. I think in a Champions League group when you haven't been out for a while, I don't think things will go that. <laughs> just won't. Yeah, that, that will. <laughs> I hope so. We'll be qualified after four games. That would be brilliant, but yeah. you, do you know what I mean? It never yeah, happens like that, yeah. does it? And so I think you've got to think that he'll be playing at Leicester. Yeah, um, it's certainly interesting to say. Normally, with your clubs, you know who your number one is. You know yeah. who your number two but is. Said, you know who your three is but that yeah. season we referred to there, the NPR, because I think Scott Carson played, you played, and yeah. Beck played. Yeah. all in Champions League games. Yeah, I, yeah, I, um, yeah, and I then I had my. Back operation, so yeah. obviously Scott coming, yeah, uh, and obviously Jersey, yeah, yeah. So I mean, that was three, three played in a, in a successful yeah. Champions League winning campaign, yeah. so it can be done. Chris, I want to ask you about the crowd. Andy talked there about fans making their mind up on a player before the game. Mm. It seems like a lot of already made their mind up on Carriers and that that Arsenal game, albeit he kept a clean sheet, it seemed there was some unhelpful there was moments. There a couple of moments, weren't there? Yeah, unhelpful moments from yeah. from Carriers, but then I thought unhelpful from the crowd when he got rid of one, for example, and they cheered. all cheered. Ironically, yeah. that for a young goalkeeper, that can't no, that can't help because can you it. hear it. Yeah, you do hear it, and you know what's going on. Yeah, um, yeah, he didn't help himself with a couple of the back passes. He took a little bit too long, but that's probably because he's not played for a while and he's not up yeah. to you know he wasn't up to the speed. Or well, I hope it was that. Yeah, because if it is that, then at least you can work on that. Mm. Um, but yeah, they, yeah, listen, I'm not, I'm never gonna ever criticise Liverpool fans because for me they're, you know, they're the best. Um, but yeah, it certainly does. I, I mean, I've had it myself at Wigan. I was at Wigan for for six years. Um, part of the most successful team there, nearly qualified for Europe, and I was getting stick at the end off my own fans because uh, things weren't going right, and, and it, it it just makes you think, wow, you know, it upset yeah. me, really upset me because for, for for six years I was. I was a fan's favourite, yeah. and all of a sudden I'm getting booed and, and stuff like that. Come out and take a cross, I'm getting cheered, and yeah. you know you go home and you think, wow, yeah. and it really, really got to me. So there's no doubt it does affect you. Yeah. Mm. It was interesting after that four 0 win against Arsenal, and I asked Klopp afterwards, you know, did you did you rest Mignolet because you knew your goalkeeper would have had, had absolutely nothing to do in this game, <laughs> um, and. But so Carriers didn't have much to do, and what he did do, he was a bit nervous about it. Yeah. But if you look who Klopp left the pitch with his arm around, it was Carrius. Mm. Um, yeah. And the, there can only be one reason for that, and that was to sort of boost his yeah. keeper yeah. from the mental side of things. You've come in, we've got a clean sheet, good job, Loris. Yeah. And all that part of the game that we know Klopp is very good at. Mm. Uh, and I think, um, you know, there was, yes, he went to some of the other players, but he. he Particularly went to the keeper mm. in a game where the keeper was virtually anonymous. Yeah. Uh, so that was part of his yeah. man management. We've seen for me. The top players, by the way, as well. John Terry got yeah. a stick at the end when, he, yeah. when Chelsea conceded. Uh, Wayne Rooney at Man U. You yeah. know, these are legends of the clubs, and, and it can change like that. Fans, yeah. as soon as they see something they don't like, that's it. What what do you find then with management? Because you uh, we spoke last time we spoke, Chris. We talked about the goalkeeping coach yeah. and the relationship you have, and you obviously said you had a strong relationship yeah. coach with with um, with Joe Corrigan yeah. and with Steven Grzovic yeah, yeah. But with managers, would you rather a manager who who was on to you, whatever the situation, whether it was a good game or bad game, or would you rather one who left you to the goalkeeping coach and sort of left them deal? So with you him? need a mix. Um, I mean, one of the best. 
two of the best I worked with uh, was Gerard Hillier, and he was great. He would always come over, see how we're training, ask if everything was okay, ask if we needed anything. Uh, and Steve Bruce was the other one as well. Yeah. He was fantastic. Again, I had Nigel Spink, Gary Walsh um, at Wigan. We were fantastic, but Steve would come over and make sure everything's okay. And if he needed to get involved, he would. But he knew he, he knew where to sort of back off, and he trusted his goalkeeper coach. So, but I think you need a little bit of that, yeah. And as he said with Jurgen, we've seen that what he did with uh, with Karius on the pitch after. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so just just to wrap up, really. I mean, we're talking about. Andy said it could be a good week, still a good week. Yeah. Um, we started with a five 0 five 0 defeat. But I mean, if you were if you were asking Liverpool fans, would you take a defeated City for for the, the start a good start in the uh, in the Champions League and then and then three points at Anfield? Would you say it's a tough question, isn't it? Because you don't you, <laughs> you never want to say you're the no you, exactly you never want to say no. But you have to be realistic. These things happen. And as I said, it, it'll happen again this season. Hopefully not five 0 but yeah. you know we will lose the games because it, it's just the way it's going to go. Uh, if you win win Wednesday and win on uh, win against Burnley, then all of a sudden that game's gone and, and you move on to the next one. And that's the way football is, and that's why it drives you mad, and that's why you love the game. And it's all you know. It's true. It's, yeah. it's cliche saying it all, but that's football. Yeah, two different tests, aren't they? Isn't it? I mean, severe European. Um, Know how now, and got Sean Dyche bringing bringing Burnley, which we know exactly what we're going to get from Burnley four four two and that that organisation. Good test for Liverpool to see where they're at. It, it, maybe even a more accurate barometer than, than no Tom Eaton. Yeah, just dislocated shoulders. Dislocated shoulders, yeah. so yeah. he'll be a big big miss for yeah. captain for Burnley. So he's yeah. a huge. Come in there, Chris, who's there? Uh, Pope, Pope is it? Pope played Pope. yesterday. Yeah. yeah, Nick Pope played yesterday, so big yeah. game for him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. well, um, there'll be lots of Liverpool fans. Really looking forward to the Sevilla game and really nervous about the Burnley <laughs> yes, game, yeah. and that sort of sums it's up really, the club, yeah. doesn't it? Um, and you know, we were almost got out of jail a little bit against Burnley at Anfield. Yeah. I seen the Chan shot, yeah. wasn't it, from outside the box, low down, that sort of got us centres on our way there. And um, that'll be a tough game, but um, you know, the week for me revolves around Sevilla. We we've worked really hard the team has and the squad to get to where we are to be back in the Champions League I think we can do some damage in the Champions League this season uh, and I thought that before the draw I thought it very definitely after the draw and I don't think anyone if we get out of this group stages and we're in a situation where most of our dangerous players are fit and well who, who's going to want January. It? Yeah, who's yeah. the window open again Who's going, to, who's going to want Liverpool out of the draw, Chris? I don't think very no. many teams. No, definitely from not. The, from the very top, I think Real Madrid are, are, no. a, yeah. are yeah. a step yeah. away from yeah. everybody yeah. else yeah. at yeah. the moment. Um, but I don't think even they'd be overly no. chuffed to get us, despite you know the last time they played us being yeah. uncomfortable. That's a fair factor of Anfield as well, isn't it? He'll be yeah. nice, because that's the first thing to think to all God, going to Anfield here, yeah. Tuesday night, yeah. Wednesday night. So I hope we're not getting carried away, but I think we can go quite deep in yeah. Europe this season. 2-0, two 2-0 nil, two nil for me. 2-0 two, two two nil nil Wednesday, 2-0 Saturday. Chris, you, you, you uh, spent a bit of time with Burnley yeah. uh, about, what, about 15, 18, 16 months yeah. ago. So you've seen, it's pretty much the same squad. They don't, they don't no. have a great turnover no. of players, but you've seen Dice work and you've seen the way they, Hard work they're drilled. Very drilled. The, yeah. the squad, fantastic camaraderie. Uh, they all get on great. Um, and Sean Dice, very, very impressed with him. And his coaching setup as well. They, they, they know what they are. They know they're nothing special, but they're well drilled and uh, they've got players that will run through brick walls 
for each yeah. other. So it's going to be to break them down. That's that we've seen it many times. Anfield breaking teams down is tough to do. Yeah. Um, but they've got you know they've, they've got quality as well. They, yeah. they score goals, um, but they're hard to score against. Yeah. Hopefully no, uh, hopefully no back passes like uh, the one Crystal Palace laid on a plate for them. Mm. Laid on of course, we'll have no Mane, so that's one of your big threats gone. Yeah. It'll yeah. Be interesting. Hopefully, we can see Philippe Coutinho arrive back in the team Possibly, in really yeah. good form. Yeah, absolutely. We haven't even spoken about Philippe Coutinho. That must be the f- our first for the podcast this <laughs> yeah. summer. Uh, Chris, lastly, I wanted to just uh, obviously give you a chance to, to mention what you're up to now as well. We've spoken yeah. in the past that you've been doing a bit of coaching as well and yeah. a bit of media work. So how's, how's that going it's for good, you? Good, yeah. I was, I was uh, goalkeeper coach at Port Vale part-time with Michael Brown. Um, but it was just, uh, I've got so much going on with other stuff. It was the travelling and stuff like that. I was I was getting back late. That, and that M6, I, you don't yeah, want to do that so often. I, I stopped playing to spend more time with the family and I've ended up being flipping away more since <laughs> I've stopped playing. So uh, something I had to give. But I'm starting, um, I'm obviously doing my badges um, and I've started a, a goalkeeper academy up, uh, which starts next week at Edge Hill, uh, Edge Hill University. Yeah, so uh, from 10s upwards to to adults whatever and, and we're just in the process of getting all that finalised so I'm lo- really looking forward to that because yeah. I, I like working with with the kids and, and you know trying to progress people and I, I, I love the coaching side but ideally yeah with Liverpool do a lot with Liverpool TV um, you know obviously always been a fan always will be you know, go to most of the games with Lucy my daughter she loves it she's a goalkeeper she yeah. plays for Town Green so busy at the minute but ideally I want to get some it local if I can you yeah. know, get involved with a club and be a goalie coach and eventually a manager one day you, you can follow that on Twitter as well at that goalkeeper academy yeah it's at, at Chris Kirkland 43 yeah, yeah. Um, and it's with pro player academy as well yeah. they're on Twitter so they're they're, uh, yeah. they're behind it all pushing it all and everything like that so yeah so if you've got if you've got a lanky young lad at home and you're wanting yes. to, yeah. want to get them out of the house or daughter or daughter yes, yes. Or daughter. yes. Yeah. get them uh, get them along to Chris's yeah it's great Chris facilities up there yeah. well. we've got Fantastic. the 4G we've got yeah. the 4G up there which is great some brilliant facilities and um, hopefully you know I can I can improve a few hopefully not yeah. make them worse bring out the next Chris Kirkland into well, the, uh, into well, the professional sure ranks that. <laughs> <laughs> check maybe <laughs> <laughs> well there you go better check uh, or, or even even Simon Mignale Loris Carrius as well absolutely um, yeah keeping it topical <laughs> um, Chris thanks as ever for your time really no a pleasure problem. to hear Any from time. you yeah and uh, hopefully you enjoyed as much as we enjoyed recording absolutely yeah look um, Look forward to getting Chris back later in the season, see yeah. how we're going. Anytime. Yeah, and hopefully Anytime. hopefully we'll be back next Monday or Tuesday with uh, some good news to report from uh, games against Sevilla and Burnley. Hopefully Chris's prediction of 2-0, 2-0 is uh, spot on. Yeah, thanks for listening. Cheers.